Welcome to the Casual Coders Podcast. This time I'm doing an intro and I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm going to introduce everybody else starting right now. We've got Ian. Hello, I'm a computer engineer. I don't know how to intro myself. All right, <laughs> Chandler. Hi, I'm Chandler and I just know how to code and don't have a degree yet. <laughs> of course, you know me. I'm Alex and I have no idea what I'm doing here. I also don't know what I'm doing when I'm coding, but it still seems to pay my bills. And we've got Quentin. Yeah, I'm the blue collar guy that doesn't know what the fuck is going on here. <laughs> All right, off to I a don't great know. start already, boys. I, just, I love it. I just work here. I, I just work here. here. It's a mood. Do you know what I do? Good, because I don't. We're on the same page, it seems. All right, well, let's kick things off no. right off with a brief story that Chandler might have teased you in the previous episode about his Florida vacation. Chandler, what did you do All right. on your Not Florida to be confused vacation? with National Lampoons. So, Ian, I know you're the editor, so you're going to... Second, you're gonna superimpose some of these images. All right, oh, I'm no. send you some images. oh no, we've got a slideshow for you. Please yes, turn the page. Yes, Which hey, I future me, please turn the page and fuck this part up as much as possible. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna ask, a, I'm not gonna ask a whole lot. I only okay. have a, actually have a few like good images. All right, all right. Um, one of the images Haley says I should have made my GitHub profile. <laughs> <laughs> because it is an image of that's me. That's how you know it's a good image. That's yes. going to be another podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is an image of me standing. How do you pick your GitHub profile? You it have is, it auto-generated for it's you. It's a picture of me standing in front of one of the space shuttles looking like a little kid staring at their hero. Interesting. I can't. I'm trying. I'm trying to find it right now for them. Okay. But you'll, you guys will see it on the podcast. Yes, you're seeing this image right now. Um, as long as I'm not an idiot. Yeah, as long as he doesn't see it. So we went to the John F. Kennedy Space Center. I'll find oh, it later yes. for you guys. We went to the John F. Kennedy Space Center. Must uh, be mind-blowing. It was mind-blowing. Mind I had never been, and I I guess Looks great. in my head, I never thought how big <laughs> these things, like how big rockets were. I should They're have known huge, dude. how yeah. massive they are. But one of the attractions we went to see while we were there was the, it was the or model of the Apollo rocket, the Saturn V. Or if, if it wasn't a model, it was like it had to have been like one of the ones they didn't use because I think they were only one-time use rockets. Hmm. Yeah, the it Saturn was, V was single. It was bigger than an Amazon warehouse. Wow, it was massive. Wow, absolutely massive. Um, big boys. Yeah, it was very mind blowing to see and very, I guess, humbling to think that like things are that big. I don't know. Mm -hmm. It was very interesting to see. Um, yeah, I mean, if you've seen the scale of just uh, well, the. Uh, we might be getting a brief image on our end too. So this is me standing underneath it. it. Wow. Yeah. What? If you've seen the engines on like the space shuttle, they're huge. This is me standing under it. Yeah. Exactly. They're like you, a couple again, people you will see in this diameter image. almost. I'm um, guessing huge. that rocket had one hot supper when it launched. Yeah. <laughs> well, we also so we also saw the space shuttle Atlantis. That's the one. That's the image of me looking like a little child staring at the rocket. <laughs> very nice. Okay. Uh, it was very interesting. I'm I was very into space as a kid, so it was very like interesting for me to go see. Sure. Um, Another thing we did on Wednesday of last week, uh, we went to Disney World. It's been the first time I've been to Disney World since I was 12. Oh, man, here comes the long-winded topic. Oh, and yes, this <laughs> is the long-winded topic because the whole reason we went to Disney was because Star Wars of Galaxy's Edge was there. Mm -hmm. As many of our viewers know, and as many of, uh, obviously, you guys know, I am a massive Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. So me going to Galaxy's Edge... What, and Haley, my my girlfriend, also a massive Star Wars fan. So this was like us, like little kids, <laughs> like going and running around Star Wars land and everything. And there was like stormtroopers walking around. And like, it was so cool. 
But man was nerding out like a little kid. Oh, like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> Haley kept hinting at me like, "Hey, you should totally go buy a ring and propose to me in front of the Millennium Falcon." <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, but. <laughs> She's I, been giving you hints for how long now? For about, yeah, right. for about three months. I told her we're going to wait. I'm going to wait until... Man's just shut his own girlfriend down. It's all good. <laughs> no, you just friend zoned your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're going to wait. But okay. anyway, so... Yeah, that's awkward for a roommate. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but we were... We were uh, we walked around Disney. We went on. There's three Star Wars rides at Disney, okay? Or Disney Hollywood Studios. Only three? I was expecting like an 18-page, like, well-written <laughs> essay from you, man. There's only three. Well, there's a lot of shops and restaurants, as I understand. There I is a lot of shops. Yes, oh, did there you is write? a lot ah. of shops and restaurants. It's a whole world. I didn't buy anything from any of the shops or Smart, restaurants. frugal. <laughs> we did go, we did go uh, to eat when we were in Disney once. Okay. But we didn't go to one of the Star Wars Land restaurants because honestly, the food looked fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it's Star Wars. I like know, dude. The ramen so sounded good. What, bro? You so don't want to eat algae? Come on, man. Yeah, it's good so for I was it's there three you. years ago when it first when Star Wars <laughs> when Galaxy, it first opened when it first opened and Rise Rise of the Resistance wasn't open wasn't under construction. That's the one I want to go to last because I have on for the, the longest. Ronto wrap from there, and it was really, really, really good. Well, next time I go there, I will eat there definitely. <laughs> so, but there's there's three Star Wars rides. One of them isn't even in Galaxy's Edge. One of the three rides isn't in it. It's um, it was the first ride they added. They added that ride way back in like the early 2000s, like right when the right before the prequel started coming out. They added this ride. Hmm. Um, now they changed it. They actually modified the ride to go with Disney's new trilogy, which I was not a fan of. Ooh, okay. that's, that's unfortunate. I got to say, um, it's called star Wars. It's called star tours. Where basically you're in a, you're in a ride with like C3PO and you just go to a different, a bunch of different planets. That's the whole ride. That's like the whole thing. Wait, like, is, this, is this that, that? It's a simulator. Um, yeah. It's the simulator thing. Yeah. It's like the star, all Wars of the star ship sort of thing. That's hydraulically actuaulated. Yes. And goes there's, up and down. Yeah. There's, I rode those when I was in Disney many, 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 Okay, many So that's the one ago. that I rode. Yeah. Then. Yeah. There's three star Wars rides. Two of them are simulators. Yeah. So, oh. um, mm. The two, the other one was called um, Smuggler's Run, and you're piloting the Millennium Falcon. Okay. And you have to go. You pilot the Millennium Falcon through like a, a gauntlet, and you, you, this is a ride where you actually get a score at the end of it. Interesting. You. Interesting. This is this is not just a ride. This is basically a video game yeah. that I mean, you play for five of, minutes. A number of Disney rides are like video games. There's the whole yeah start or Buzz Lightyear. You sort of ride. That's in Hall. That's in Magic Kingdom. Yes. That, that's yeah, yes. Something. I I know that one at least. Hey, yeah. I'm cultured. Yeah. So I'm a this Disney one, pleb. I got no idea what anyone's so talking about. So this one <laughs> gave you a score at the end of it, and your score was how much money the the person running the Smuggler's Run paid you. That's what it was. If only. If only, yeah. yeah um, if only. You pay for your tickets. You earned 15 <laughs> schmeckles. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, so the score was given. So how it worked was there was two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. Okay. So the engineer's job was to, like, repair the ship and to grapple onto, like, cargo you were trying to capture in the ride. Mm -hmm. The gunners, obviously, are to shoot TIE fighters. And then finally, the... Um, the pilot's job was to pilot. So one pilot got up and down and one pilot got left and right. Oh no. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, and then the gunners got like one gun on the, the right side and one gun on the left side of the ship. Okay. And then the engineers just, when the button light up, press button. Oh, okay. that sounds really boring. <laughs> sounds like being an engineer. Yeah. Well, of course, <laughs> this entire time they had these wraparound displays that were 3D that made it look like you were in the Star Wars universe as well as you were being jostled and shaken around mm, by the hydraulics enough. in the ride. It was really, really cool. They did a great job at doing motion simulations. So which one did you guys do? 
Yeah, which one were you? Uh, I did, we did wrote it twice. Okay, anyway, so which, which ones one? did you guys do? I, that didn't I did answer Haley, the question. Haley and I did Gunner the first time, and mm-hmm. the second time her and I both did Pilot. And who okay. was who was better? Um, <laughs> I was the better Gunner. She was the better Pilot. Okay, that's good. So correct answer. Um, but the first time we went through, we went through with her dad and her grandma, mm-hmm. um, and that was cool. And then we had like um, one random person guy with us. Okay. This one random guy, by the way, he he I don't know where he was from, but he was dressed in a Jedi robe. Okay. He had an R2-D2 backpack that made beeping noises while we walked around Disney. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. He He's a, a man of culture. He had a lightsaber, and he had to be in his mid-20s. You can use your imagination for this one. Yeah. And <laughs> Mid-20s, neck beard. Yeah, I got yeah, it. I got and, it. He, <laughs> and he had Average an, an accent that I... <laughs> yeah. And he had an accent that I can only guess was from Central Asia, but it wasn't Chinese. Interesting. And he was a little darker skinned, so he was like, I would say Southern Asian. Like, I'm gonna guess Filipino. Okay, but he was a very nice guy. He he was the engineer for our run, mm-hmm. and then Haley's dad and her grandma were the pilots, and we were the gunners. The second time we went through, we went through with this very nice Canadian couple that we talked through the line the whole time. They were the gunners, we were the pilots. We got a higher score the second time. We, we her and I were both slightly better pilots, but she did slightly better on the piloting than I did. I did mm-hmm. better on the gunning than she did. So, but that ride was really cool. It was only five minutes long for about a 45-minute wait, which isn't bad. For Disney, yeah. that is not All bad. Considered, that's really not bad. Yes. Now, Less than two hours. Now, we Uh-oh. go to the last ride, oh. and this is the ride. This ride, just the ride itself takes 20 minutes. Oh, that's a long time. So yeah. your wait times are three lot. hours. Oh, three no. hours. Three hours was what the did wait you do time. In no, line. No, no. Now, the line was themed, so it had a bunch of cool stuff themed that's around good, it and everything to keep you entertained. Was like people there was even come. like a phone game you could download to scan like codes to do little mini games while you're waiting in line. Oh, we didn't have to do any of this because we went right when the park was closing and that wait was only an hour. Okay, that's oh, good that better. you at least got at a least good wait out yeah. of it. Yeah. We waited oh, until awful. the last possible second to go to this ride. The good sec- call. Because Haley had this app on her phone. There's an app you can get mm-hmm. for Disney that will give you the ride times in your like, like the, the time, the wait times. Fast pass it's called Genie. Sort of. Yeah, I remember hearing yeah. about oh, this, that. So you Cedar Point. No, 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 it's free. Kings Island. It's free now. Yeah, it's free Cedar Point and Kings Island has that too. It's really nice. You mentioned you don't know how that works. I saw a really good video on Defunct Land about Fast Pass. I've seen the documentary. They mentioned how Genie works, and it's actually very interesting to see like the modeling that went into how you get a massive amount of people riding these rides at the scheduled time but anyway please continue but uh, yeah so we only actually waited for an hour this ride was 20 minutes long okay it is my favorite ride i have ever gone on and it probably will be for a very long time it was was not a ride it was an experience so i'm gonna tell you guys about it without spoiling it for my star wars super fans in the audience and quentin you're not gonna spoil it for me um, no, I'm not going to. The one thing I will say that if you at all, even like Star Wars, just a little bit, you will turn into a little kid when you ride this ride. In <laughs> like, in like, so the ride is split into it's half a simulator, half what Disney calls a dark coaster. This is a type of roller coaster that Disney engineered okay. from scratch. And the idea is is that there's multiple cars, and these cars are not on tracks. They're literally just like golf carts that have computer control that drive you around a course oh. with special events that go on throughout the ride. Okay. So it's basically like in a warehouse with like golf carts that are automatically driving, or are they on a track? No nose track. And oh, every awesome. single time you go on the ride, it's random which track you get. Okay, that's really cool. Okay. Yeah, and then you go around, and I will spoil this. It takes place inside of a um, Star Destroyer from Star Wars. That's all I'm going to tell you guys, okay. though. But I'm I was like, sure you could have figured that out by like looking yeah. at the Wikipedia article right. or something, man. Yeah, but I like... Is it Starkiller Base, or is it the it is Death the, Star? It is one of the Star Destroyers that circle Starkiller Base in uh, Episode 7. 
Oh, okay. So, so it, this, is, this it is the shitty trilogy. <laughs> which one is episode seven? The one of the new ones that just came. The out Force recently. Awakens. <laughs> yeah, I Force did Awakens. see that one. I saw that one. Again, Star Wars fans, please love me. <laughs> I I don't like the sequel trilogy, but this was again my favorite ride I've ever gone on. It was amazing, and it was more of an experience than it was than a ride, because like you're in it for 20 minutes. Han Solo just filled the void in our hearts. Yeah, uh-huh. it was so cool. Okay, that's all. I, I I don't know what else to say about it without spoiling it for anyone. I don't know right. if, but it was worth the wait. I, I would have, if I would have known it was that, I would have waited for three hours to go on it. Like Fair I'm enough. serious. I would have waited three hours and I would have been happy leaving for that three hour wait. All that's right. how cool it was. How much is Mickey Mouse paying you to say that? <laughs> Zero. Not sponsored by Disney. I, oh, I I'm very you. happy about that. Right um, was going to Disney worth my $150? <laughs> that's pretty good for uh, Disney. Yeah, that's actually yeah. really yeah. good for Disney. I think everyone's in agreement. Everyone's that's pretty in agreement. How long were you there cheap. for? Just the day? Yeah, but what was it? We were there from open to close. Okay. Just for the day. Okay. Yeah, the that's day. good. Yeah, pretty good. Home. Did you guys get the park hopper pass? No, because we only wanted to, the only reason why we went to Disney was to go to to the Galaxy's you had, Edge, okay, the cool. Hollywood Studios. Yeah, the Hollywood Star Studios. Wars fans, so you kind of got the. Right. We had to, yeah. yeah. Ooh, okay. So there's a couple other things that weren't Star Wars that went there, but those are my review of the three Star Wars rides. What oh, was the third one? Because I think Star Tours was okay. Gal- uh, Smuggler's one was really cool, not okay. my favorite, but really cool and worth the wait. Okay. And then Star Wars Rise of the Resistance, which is the third one that I was just telling you about. Okay. Worth the three hour wait. It usually is. Yeah. Best ride I've ever done. No one's going to be able to top that except for maybe Disney. Okay. Um, so there's a few other rides we went on when we were there. We went on Rock and Roller Coaster. Uh, I don't like roller coasters. Rock and yeah. Roller Coaster is a great one. It I was mean. a great one. And I hated Haley for dragging me on it. <laughs> I, I, told, I don't like roller coasters. I like simulators and I like Disney rides. Yeah. Like dark coasters. Which, sure. again, they call them dark coasters because they're like the cart rides or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But... I was screaming, like, I normally, when I go on these types of rides, I'm dead silent. I was screaming the whole time on Rock and Roller Coaster. That's good, right? That's what they want. I guess, yeah. But Somebody's got to scream in the background. But when you have chest pains at the end of the ride. <laughs> COVID? No, I don't know if, I, if I'm unhealthy or what, but I was not feeling very well when I got off the ride. I also hadn't eaten in almost 10 hours. Probably for the better. So that could have been the up. issue. I wouldn't have thrown up. I, I wasn't sick down here i was sick like up here i hope that makes sense my chest didn't feel nice i felt lightheaded when i got off the ride interesting it was different it was not real it must have been yeah for being the first roller coaster i'd gone on in a decade let's see i'm sort of the opposite i used to really hate roller coasters because when i was i don't know Somewhere around five or six, I was dragged on the beast at Kings Island. Wow. Um, great that, fucking ride. <laughs> I'm sure it's a great ride now. When you're five or six, I was yeah, terrified of roller awful. coasters <laughs> for ages. Yeah. But I can finally actually ride roller coasters, and I prefer them hmm. over, you know, flat this, rides or other smaller sure. things. I don't know. I don't find a simulator all that crazy exciting if i'm being honest i'd rather ride a roller coaster or whatever so right. we talked about king's uh cedar point before cedar point owns king's island yeah, i think it's all they cedar do Fair yeah is the, yeah all cedar whatever um they have like five or six parks across us maybe more yeah they have about five they used and to own Jaga lake but the Jaga lake closed down yeah Jaga lake miss Jaga lake i do too um, r.i.p um but cedar point so they recently redid the mean streak the Mean Street? The big wooden one in the back of the park. Yes, that. And they made it Steel Vengeance. It's still all wood oh, framed, right. but yes, it's yes. steel track. I don't... Hot take, I don't trust it because it's all still wood framed, <laughs> and it spins and twists and flips. I don't trust wood for that because if there's something wrong that day, 
or if the so soggy or if it's, the rain or yeah, something. it's gonna snap and you're dead. I can respect <laughs> but, that. Um, the thrill makes it enjoyable. The right? beast they're doing that with. Oh boy, uh, they're remaking it a steel track. That means that I've missed my chance to re-conquer uh, the beast. Then <laughs> I suppose the son of the beast, however, is, it was a lot rougher, and they took it down. They tore it down because it, there were Which many complaints about it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I was probably about. 11 or 12 riding it with my dad and my head smacked against mm-hmm. the side um because they actually have the yeah right the head things. yeah yeah it cleared my sinuses for a week <laughs> <laughs> so it's a therapeutic experience. yeah <laughs> it, my go, head man. fucking hurt yeah <laughs> really bad but there was yeah. there were some things we did at Disney too that weren't necessarily rides that were really cool. So they have this thing called the Indiana Jones Stunt Show. Okay. Where they do live, they do the stunts that you see in the movies. But they do it live right in front of you. Oh, I've seen that before. Mm, yeah. It was really cool because they had like actual stunt people who had actually been in like movies mm-hmm. and stuff do it. And like some guy mm-hmm. got ran over by the the boulder from Indiana Jones. Nice. I was I was about to ask if there was a big boulder, but I thought that was a dumb question. No. So they actually did have. Yes, one. they did actually. Nice. Well, and the guy who is like. Like, they had, I guess he was one of the assistant uh, stunt directors for Indiana Jones. Like, he was actually worked on it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they just said that for his character. Whatever. But whatever, he was yeah. talking about it. And he was joking, saying, oh, yeah, it takes, like, ten guys to move it up the thing. And then behind mm-hmm. him, you see two guys <laughs> pushing it up the hill. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then they also did, they had, like, actual vehicles driving around in the stunt show. I don't know what they were powered by. But they had one vehicle that had a piston in the back of it that flipped the truck. Mm. And oh. blew the truck up and caught it on fire. Nice. And they actually had a real woman inside the truck when they did that. Yeah. I know. It was was, so cool. There was also the, like, car show. I don't remember exactly what it was. That's the one that Indiana Jones replaced. Oh, is that what that was? That's what that was. Because I've seen the car one, although I don't remember it well, because it would have been many, many, many a year ago. Yeah, the Indiana Jones, they use the same, I think they use the same stadium area, but they do it for the Indiana Jones one now. Probably. But they actually have, like, people jump off of, like, top, like, four-story buildings in this show. It's really cool. I would never do it. It's really cool. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. Speaking hey, man, of, you got to do what you got to do. Jump off right. the building, you know. Speaking of the House of Mouse, um, the House of Mouse, the House of Mouse. Okay. Oh boy. So the Cleveland Indians just changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Okay. There were oh, people right. trying to make a petition to get Disney to sponsor the team and have Groot be the mascot. <laughs> Change, replace slider like the for the Guardians the and have, uh, and then change progressive field to Galaxy Stadium. So that way they're the gal- Guardians of the Galaxy. From, this is Star Lord. Well, we all know Guardians. Disney could afford it. Could Cleveland afford it? <laughs> well, if Disney owned this the team and the stadium, you know how much how good that would both be for the Cleveland Guardians, which nobody's going to do because it's Cleveland. Um, <laughs> hey, right. Disney, Marvel used Cleveland for a few of the movies. I remember Avengers. watching... Because it was cheap. No, I remember <laughs> watching um, Captain America Civil War and seeing a sign for State Route 44 in one of the highways. I know that highway. Yeah, I'm like, oh my God, that's an Ohio symbol. That's my state. So my, dad told, <laughs> my dad told me about hearing minigun fire in downtown when they were filming the Avengers. <laughs> There's an old dilapidated uh, building, like abandoned building that was used in one of the Avengers films. Which one? In, uh, down yeah, right. Yeah, it's hard to tell. So um, I really wanted to fly our uh, quads there at one point, but it's just so sketchy, the amount of crime that happens in that area. Yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, 
bringing a couple thousand dollars of gear and then not having the ability to see around your surroundings when you put on yeah. your FPV goggles is Can sort one of your of, friends keep um, watch with a gun like <laughs> yeah i know sort As of you do uh, not the greatest idea so so the reason why cleveland is used for a lot of new york scenes is because it's the closest city from la to new york that looks like new york without paying to go to new york is it yeah, really? New York. Atlanta's is the new one that they're using. I've yeah, heard. So, oh yeah, that's why everything's uh, made there, right? Or at least a lot of these shows. And yeah, movies. yeah. Atlanta and L.A. are kind of like the two big Hollywood capitals oh. of the U.S. Yeah, it blows my mind that somebody would go to Cleveland and be like, "Well, if we're gonna go a thousand miles, we'll just go a thousand and not you know twelve hundred or whatever." I don't know. <laughs> How, what is it to New York? Another four hundred miles? Yeah, okay. not but you far. also have to pay. The New to York actually, is also expensive. Yeah, that's clear. It's yeah, expensive to, to be there because you have to section off. Places right. where you want to film. That's true. Yes, I'm sure shutting down a block in New York is probably like impossible, ridiculously like, expensive. I'm sure. Right. If not, whereas impossible. Cleveland, just fire off a couple shots. Yeah, right. yeah. Clear, right? Warning <laughs> shot. They gave a warning. <laughs> All right. My dad. I remember. At least it's from, not Detroit. Because they filmed like. <laughs> At least it's not Detroit. Yeah, that's yeah. from our video. Uh -huh. But like every, my dad always would complain about that. He would always complain, like, oh, they're filming another Avengers movie in downtown. I got to take a different way to work. Uh, we're <laughs> like, so popular. Oh. Life is hard. Yeah. <laughs> at he, least we're not Detroit. Yeah, at least we're not Detroit. Oh, um, sorry, Michiganians. Rest God, the peace, hastily Detroit. made they know. Cleveland they, they videos know. are so good. <laughs> at least so good. it's not the water in Flint. All right. <laughs> Dude, my roommate was okay, from Michigan, and every time me, somebody yeah. would talk to him, they'd be like, oh, you're but, from Michigan? You know, How's the water? Like, it was the most <laughs> annoying thing. He got so mad hearing that every single time. But, you know, our rivers catch fire every few years. Yeah, right. we're on a streak. We're pretty good on that, you know. <laughs> eh. Best of both worlds, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I've heard, like, oh. Oh, sorry, ASMR. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, top topic man. shift again because All this right. is something I want to talk about. Okay. As as computer nerds, this is something that would be very okay. near and dear to our heart. As computer nerds, this half of the table right <laughs> here. Sorry, Quentin, just gotta. Well, no, Quentin, <laughs> Quentin would care about this too. Okay, oh, okay. we're so, all computer nerds so, on this blessed day. As many of you may know, Intel has been really pushing to build a fabrication plant here in the United States. Ah. Ohio is now in the running for one of the states that might get a fabrication plant. I can immediately spew off one of the big reasons why. What is the reason why Ohio Lake Erie? Lake Erie? Fabs take a ton of fresh water. They have to oh, rinse and the cooling. dyes you think a Lake whole bunch is fresh. with no, high-purity <laughs> water. It's easier for them to grab fresh, clean water from Lake Erie and deal with that in the tens of thousands of gallons that they need. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming Texas, right, which is where they were going at one point. Yeah, Texas was the first state that was less talk. water, although they got more sand. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you can just ship sand. It's kind of, well, well, I guess it's not hard to ship water either, but like, which is cheaper. Yeah, but it's going to be easier for them to get water from Lake Erie. So I'm right. assuming that they're going Cleveland because of the proximity to the Great Lakes. Also, you have to worry about the power outages. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Ohio is yeah. on the U.S. The grid. grid. Texas yeah. is on its own grid. Is not my not my country's greed. No, wait a minute. I got a question. Who I swear one of you guys just posted this in Discord. Who is the the chip manufacturer that was trying to look at Columbus for a new fab? Was that Intel was it Intel? Mm -hmm. that or am I wrong? Well, Did Columbus we Columbus is um, probably about a year ago. I heard that Columbus is one of the big up and coming tech capitals in the U.S. It is. In, Intel is looking at. Columbus. It is Intel. It is Intel. Well, then, yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, having the proximity to all the, you know, business and having the infrastructure is nice, but then you, 
I feel like for places having a hard time getting employees right now, you got the biggest uh, city in Ohio right now with a big population. Yeah, because Ohio sure is where I think about when I think about uh, the semiconductor industry. There's a lot of engineers in Ohio that could use the jobs. There are a lot of engineers in Ohio that are looking for a raise. (laughs) Please, please. Yeah, right. (laughs) Also technicians. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's the other big thing too is that all the like a lot of big tech companies are pulling out of Silicon Valley, which I want to. I don't want to go into the politics behind that, so but expensive. I do. But I yeah. do want to mention that Ohio is one of the states they're moving to, hmm. and like that's really good for us. That's really good as for engineers. Us, yeah. engineers. Oh, cool! Everybody as wants to make this engineers. The new that's great for us. Yeah, yeah. Texas and Silicon Valley are the big two. Like, for example, one yeah. of my startups is officially headquartered at Houston. Like, because hmm. Texas is the big one. That's, like, the whole reason why Steve. Why is that. Texas such a big one? Because, because everything is bigger in Texas. That's what I figured. Taxes. Except for the taxes. Yeah. Texas <laughs> is similar in comparison, like, economy-wise to the state of Ohio. But sort of, like, the whole pain to go to New York, it's cheaper for them to go a few states right. over mm-hmm. than 15. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, you got to transport a lot of equipment that's... Really expensive. Texas Instruments is now Columbus Instruments. Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Not Ohio, it's just Columbus Instruments. I'll yeah. see it someday. OI. 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 Ohio Instruments. Yeah. It's OI. OI. OI, mate. Although I don't think any Don't forget oh. your OI graphing calculator. <laughs> my OI 89. OI 89. No. No, speaking of um, pronun- pronouncing. Um, Acronyms. No. Freaking Intel, mm. not Intel, NVIDIA trying to no. change it so now TI is now pronounced TIE. It's actually the, the yeah, the oh 1080 TIE. This, this has been around for like a year now. No, <laughs> this like, well, Linus just talked about it in the last Wayne show. That's why I'm bringing oh it up. God. It's making rounds on it's the media. It's making rounds. It's been, it's been laughed about for ages now. The and it will continue TI. to be laughed about the, sorry, right the now. Sorry, the, the 3080 TIE. Yeah. No, Bruh. it's a 3080 TI. <laughs> I'm going to say TI. TI stands for thermal intake. It's not no, a actually, fucking. No, actually, it's supposed to stand for titanium. It's titanium, but that's mm. and everyone's like, "Who's well, the chemical symbol?" Well, then it should symbol. be the 3080 right. titanium. Ooh. <laughs> well, that's the other thing too. Okay, well, if you want to pronounce it, why don't you just use 3080 super like you did for the 20 series? It's a complicated system. Because I have the 2070 super. I don't have the 2070 ti. It's a rough which is time better than my super. Handicapped out there. I only have three numbers. <laughs> <laughs> So you got a 960 at best. Maybe someday. <laughs> Sorry, at worst. Not in this economy. Oh, God. <laughs> Not in this economy. Man's rocking his, uh, whatever. His system from seven years ago. Yeah, I was thinking it's 550, yeah. At least you have the four gig model, not the two gig model. Yeah, it's it's still tolerable in today's, uh, you know, demanding. Bro, bro, uh, it's okay. It's okay. You just rock a GT two hundred five. You'll be okay. Uh, well, did you s- first ever Nvidia chip? You know, I could probably get ten twenty four by seven sixty eight with that. Huh? I'm pretty doubtful. <laughs> your, right. your brother posted it in the Melon Tech server or whatever. Yeah. Nolan. Nolan. Yeah. Yeah. What the third? The series. ray tracing. Requirements oh, yeah. for Dying Light 2. Yeah, but Nolan also, I, he keeps saying, oh, I need a new GPU. I need to do ray tracing. No, you don't. <laughs> what GPU, GPU is he running? It's 980 Ti. Yeah, his is still better than mine, and he's like, I need a new GPU. So <laughs> A 980 Ti is comparable to the new 3050. Yeah, it's, it was Honestly, a 980 Ti compared to a 1060. 
Um, better. He's doing better than I am, then. It has the same amount of VRAM, but otherwise it's significantly right. better. Yeah, well, decrease the VRAM and other stuff, because my 1060 is in a laptop anyway, so. Oh, it immediately no. makes it like eight oh, times worse. Oh no! <laughs> so Don't buy a gaming laptop if you're buying if you're buying a like gaming computer. Make sure it's a desktop. Yeah, just start with the computer. It's easy to swap parts. Yeah, <laughs> laptops have some. Uh, Thermal issues. issues. Why don't you desolder that RAM and tell me how easy it is to swap out? Oh, no, no, I don't care about that. I, <laughs> well, got, I got socketed sodiums anyway. Uh, but um, That the is thermal, so damn expensive. The thermal, the thermal issues my on my computer are uh, <laughs> something a force to be reckoned with. Hmm. I'm sure you love consistent 90 degree temps on an average load. Or playing video games, the often random shutdowns. Because the computer overheated. Yeah. I, this man has dropped out of Halo matches at least a dozen times because his computer overheated. Wow. I paid $1,400 for that computer. Yeah, but like five Don't years ago. Don't buy a gaming laptop. If you're five a... Five years ago, it was 2018. See, I guess that was That was when I bought mine. I have the Acer Nitro 5. Mine actually... I never experienced that whenever we would play for... Play Siege. It's possible that I fucked up the cooling system a little bit when I replaced Thermal Compound, but we're not going to talk about that. ASMR podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nope, nope. I was just being quiet for uh, reasons. <laughs> then we get sued by whoever, you know? Uh, so Still, um, I'd never buy a gaming laptop. Now anyway, let's shift on. this. I can, right? I can other, also agree Other people that. have topics, and I apologize for making this the Chandler Coders podcast. <laughs> That's, you know what? <laughs> Everyone's got to get their own We got to make a new intro. Here. We got to make a new intro. This is a good right, let's start over. <laughs> the Chandler Codes podcast, yeah. We are all guests. This is his podcast. <laughs> That's not the case. We Wait, are all... Why are you not the host? Huh? Why'd you make yeah. Alex kick it This off? is a blockchain <laughs> democracy. Uh, My no. node does not no, agree with that. you are the same. My node doesn't agree with that yeah, either. I'm, I'm gonna You're being a... voted off the island. <laughs> <laughs> you oh are the God. Senate. Yeah. All right, so anyone else have some topics they want to discuss? Actually, uh, um, Ian, you do, about yeah, a car. Let's hear it. Oh, about the car? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're looking to buy a new car, buy it before 2026, because it's been snuck into legislation that all vehicles sold in the United States of America after the year 2026 must have some method of detecting if you are drunk or driving impaired. Now, how that's going to happen... It's not really defined. So is it going to look if you're swerving around and just kill the engine on your car? Or Doesn't is every safe. vehicle going to be equipped with a breathalyzer now? And also, it's who's paying for it? Good the question. consumer, obviously. So, so if you're swerving, what do you do if you're swerving yeah, right. and what missing potholes? you do potholes? if you're swerving to miss potholes right. or a deer or something else and suddenly your car just gets turned off? I'm not a uh, simp for the U.S. government or any of the uh, um, innumerable uh, companies that probably work for them, but I'm going to go on ahead and just wage my. Uh, I'm going to put out a guess here. And I'm going to play say, devil's advocate and agree with the government. They're probably not going to shut down your car if you're swerving around because that's incredibly dangerous. So let's I've seen let's put away that straw I've man and attack do, this from an easy perspective. I've seen governments do dumber shit, so I'm not going to discount. Don't that. get me wrong. We are not in the smartest country in the world right now, but. I think they know better than to cause more accidents on the road by having people uncontrollably I'm swerving skeptical. on the road. Granted, the CIA has actually killed a man by hacking into his car, disabling the brakes, and forcing the accelerator to accelerate him into a tree. I'm sorry, what? This is a true story. <laughs> that seems like a really good example of um, waiting in the extremes. When? I don't recall exactly the time, but the CIA did kill a man. Okay, so let's attack this from a reasonable perspective. This is let's a reasonable say, perspective. Let's say, let's say they do put breathalyzer equipment in a car. Yeah. 
weird, maybe intrusive, maybe in the best interests for the American public, maybe not. What are the implications of now? Well, now you're assumed to be under the influence if you, right. you know. Okay, I've got a tube now. First that- of all, how weird is it? Can you imagine? Hey, uh, let me start up my car. Hold on. Let me just blow into my car real quick. Already a weird premise, but this like is the thing they already do though with known drunk drivers, right? right. And I've it's seen already a drunk driver, right? But then how about guilty until proven innocent or innocent until proven guilty? So You're just assuming that everyone is automatically drunk, so let's you can roll be with allowed that. to drive a car. That seems like a reasonable assumption. Maybe a breathalyzer. You can see them on Wish.com for ten dollars, right? So that's a pretty cheap thing they could <laughs> add to the car, right? Let's assume now every car after twenty twenty six has a breathalyzer. Where does it end? Go. Well, well that, let's not go slippery slope either. Let's just start with the breathalyzer. breathalyzer. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> would, would it be funny? I mean, are we already assuming now the cars are going to have a voice? It's like, I'm sorry, I can't let you do that. Or like, they're going to be like, what? Have another one on me, but I'm never going to start. You know, like, I don't know what it's going to be. Like, <laughs> That'd be really funny. Right? Your car just taunts you. Oh, sorry, Dave. You're too drink. You're too drunk. To Might as well have again. another one, dumbass. <laughs> drink to that all right <laughs> yeah as yeah that's why you're not allowed to drive yeah, asshole. Right. so uh i mean does a does a crappy wish.com breathalyzer know more than the average american if there's no Probably. legislation against it i will override <laughs> this the second i get the car home yeah exactly what right know, so what are you, are you gonna are say punishments for that as you, well i mean i it's gonna be a secondary offense it, that modified it, your breathalyzer in your car how is it actually gonna stop anything either right Oh man, I'm a criminal. I drive drunk all the time. I'm gonna buy a car from 2000. So oh then, my God, he yeah, got right. around it. Yeah, so let's then, let's assume that people who drive cars drunk also can buy the latest model of car. They yeah. can't. They, they, <laughs> they right. fucking can't. They're driving their 1995 Toyota Corolla that yeah. cannot have and a breathalyzer. I don't know. I don't yeah. know where our viewers are from. I actually looked at the statistics. We have people from like Belgium. Worldwide. Who to this. Yeah. yeah, we have worldwide viewers shout already. Shout out to the one guy from Germany. Really? I want to say. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Shout, shout out we to our three percent female out. audience. Yeah, shout out to our three percent female audience. <laughs> so the one girl who watched this. It's yeah. probably Reina. Anyway. <laughs> Anyway, so here in Ohio, in the state, we have a law where if you get caught having a DUI, I think three times, you have to get yellow license plates on your car. Yeah. Party plates, yes, they call every, them. Everyone in Ohio calls them not by their name. Everyone calls them, even the cops call right. them party plates. I think in New York, they're bright pink, which is almost a little more offensive. Yes. But at least here, they're only like yellow and red. Yeah, they're <laughs> yellow with red lettering. In New York, they're pink with red lettering. Yes. Oh, boy. What, are, what is the, uh, there's also a place that's got like. And you have to get high risk insurance. There's mm-hmm. also some, where is it that has red with yellow lettering as well? Because there's there's some. There's Great a third question. state that doesn't. I think yeah, there's a couple of them that do it. Honestly, oh, every that... time I see them, I think party plates, and I think I don't oh, know. I, I've thought. That, I've, I've, I've <laughs> Let seen, me get away from you. I've seen red with yellow lettering, but I didn't think that was a DUI plate. I thought it was something else, but I could um, be wrong. I don't know. Something like New Mexico, their plates look really, really similar to our DUI plates, yeah. so it's hard to tell sometimes. <laughs> where if it's just like, oh, you're from a different state, or you're driving a rental, or yeah, or it's a drunk driver. Party plates. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I think you wound up in the wrong area code. Yeah, right. how, how did you get here? <laughs> yeah. Well, then yeah. there's also a law. I, I don't know if it's just if it's in Ohio, but I've heard of laws where like you have to get breathalyzers put on like frequent DUI cars, where like mm-hmm. if you have is any alcohol in your system, it'll just not let you start your car. Yeah. I don't know if that's an Ohio thing. I know I know that the plates are an Ohio thing. That's a common thing. I also know that like usually for your first DUI offense here in Ohio, they don't throw you in jail. You just have to take a class on why you shouldn't drive drunk. They go too easy on you here. If you want them to go easy on you, why don't you move to Ohio, huh? (laughs) 
That's just the first. By the third, the th- I think it's the third is when they put the party plates. Well, that's so the that's first very one, sweet of them to so wait that long. Yeah, the first one, <laughs> they're not really hard on you. The second one, you're going in jail for a little while. And the third one, you're going in jail and you have to get party plates. But I you think- can still drive. Hey, man, still okay. party plates sound pretty appealing. Maybe you know? you'll learn your lesson sometime. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm pretty sure after the third one, they suspend your license the for a fifth, while, they, too. Well, I think by the fifth, they suspend your license permanently. If, you're, if, you have fi- if you have five DUIs, you should not be allowed to drive a car, period. No, I'm saying that by the fifth, I think they'd suspend your license permanently in Ohio. And I know nobody drives five's with a suspended probably license, too many so still. thank goodness. <laughs> you, <laughs> five's safe. probably too many still. That being said, <laughs> I'm still wholeheartedly, 100% against every car being mandated to have a breathalyzer installed. Likewise, I, I agree with you on that. Well, then there's the other, uh, and I'm going to play even more devil's advocate. Okay, let's, instead of they do um, just a breathalyzer, let's say they go the route of Elon Musk's company, Tesla, and put a camera that records you all the fucking time in your car. See, my car technically has that. Yeah, wouldn't that be terrible if every device you own did that already? Feature. Okay, okay. Uh, you have a point, Alex. I'll give you that. I know. That's just, just another way, though, that the government can track and incriminate you, and I don't like that. I The last podcast, I just went on a tangent about how mm. I'm very pro-Web3, and that's mm. going to make it harder for people to track you. So I don't like that. Even if they can track me now... Um, hey, can you show Haley ads for a new GPU? Thank you. Um, hey, algorithm. <laughs> but like, oh, still, it's really, I don't know. It, it still bothers me that that's even an, uh, like a possibility. That should yeah. be a shirt. I, I, the, and honestly, hey, the camera, the, the weirdest thing is the camera doesn't bug me all that much. It's an intrusion. But it's nowhere near as big an intrusion as Tesla being able to remotely shut down your car for any reason they want whatsoever. Yeah, that's kind of yes, you do sign that agreement when you buy a Tesla. That is correct. I mean, New. it's just like any you other document it, you it, sign that you it, don't look at. At what point does it turn into law enforcement remotely disabling your car for whatever reason or remotely driving your Tesla into a tree to kill you? Hmm. Like a weird way Pretty of taking weird. it, but uh, yeah, sure. If you want to go, I'm going like to take that. it that way. Yeah, I know An you extremist do. libertarian view. Yes. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Extremes paint the best pictures. They as we certainly want. Yes, they do. do. And that's, are they accurate pictures? Not always, but they certainly paint good pictures. Not necessarily. They paint good <laughs> pictures, but I, you can't even tell me I'm wrong because it's happened in the past. I understand right? why somebody would be very afraid of that thought. <laughs> Source code's closed as well. At least with OpenPilot, you can look through it and find a back door if one exists. You don't know who can have access to that API. You don't know who's got access to your uh, Tesla. Yeah. It is kind of, you know, I always wonder, and this is kind of a good point. Like, you got to think as like the average Joe. I mean, you know, I'm kind of on the bad side of things when I say I'm one of those people who like, I'm not super concerned about privacy. And we sort of mentioned this in a previous podcast, so I won't get super into it. But like when I'm like one of those people who's like more neutral, I know (laughs) I'm more neutral where I'm like, I know when someone's asking too much for my privacy and they ask for personally identifiable information. I'm like, no, you may not have that. Um, but at the same time, when it's anonymous, I'm like, yeah, you know what? Sure. If it, if you say it'll make the app better, uh, go ahead. I do always wonder, because they explicitly don't give you access most of the time to the data that they take from you. I wonder how much data exists about me at all, anywhere. More than you're aware of. Anywhere in the world. I'm I'm more with Alex on this. I'm a little bit more moderate when it comes to this. I'm very pro-privacy. However, if it inconveniences me to be (laughs) pro-privacy, I won't do it. Right. And now that's a, now if you ask Ian, that's a bad thing. I should be pro-privacy. I should have a VPN. I should be doing all my transactions in crypto. I'll jump into the the next topic anyway then. 
Privacy is dead in the modern age. You oh, cannot God. live a private life anymore. Sure you, you can. If, you just can't have a smartphone. If you want to exist, you can't use the internet. You can't have a smartphone. You can't use the internet. You can you use Web three. Bank account. No. You can't, use, <laughs> you can't use a bank account. Sure. Why would you have cash? Right. That's it. Where are you getting the oh, cash? Man. You can't have a job. After you have to give away done, your information and your job. Thing, right? I mean, if you consider like having property taxes, taxes right? So that's you want the libertarian utopia. That's what you're saying. If you want to be truly private and off the grid, you have to not owe anything to anyone. I mean, I don't. you don't want the UN to know you exist. I mean, you you have to basically not exist. I mean, I'd prefer no one know I exist. Right, yeah, but I mean, that's that's where you go. Yeah. I mean, it, it is very tough. Yeah, I mean, no, in today's world, to be private know. is very I mean, to hard. To be private's impossible. Right, you have to go out of your way to try. To be private. If you want to be private, you have to figure out a way to, for just a private phone, you have to figure out a way to buy a used phone from someone. If you towns get a trap phone with cash, <laughs> right? You then have to buy with cash a SIM card from a place. Just use Bitcoin. Find a way to activate that phone in a public place, right? And you have to put that phone in a Faraday cage whenever it comes. Yeah, near already you, it's tracking you every time you connect right, to a tower. Exactly. Right. Whenever you can't Re shut it off. Either. Remove the battery. Get a phone where you can remove the battery. Sure, and then you can never power it on next yeah, exactly. to your actual normal. You phone. You might as well not use you it. You can't then. <laughs> turn it on while it's in your car because spoiler alert: every modern car has a SIM card. And a GPS in it. Mine doesn't, but it's old. Yeah, mine doesn't because it's not modern. Yeah. Mine does. My, in so fact, does mine. I guess it's got two. With mine has tail. cruise control and a CD player. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's almost impossible. The amount of operational security right. that you would need to follow every day would make it impossible to live. You can't use that private phone for anything. Have you thought about moving to Somalia? Call with <laughs> <laughs> I should. Right. It sounds like that's what you want. myself off the grid. Yeah, right. And you see the thing Move is- to central Mexico. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the thing is, I wish I, I wish I was ignorantly bliss, but um, well, now I'm informed about this stuff. Yeah. The only technology you have is a hell. printer and there's a gun next to it in case it makes any <laughs> weird noises. Even a printer is horrible technology now. It's always, it does make weird noises. Your printer is phoning home anyway. If I could run open source software on a printer, I'd love to. That'd be great. Someone needs to do Dude, that. Dude, no, Casual Coders Project, open source printer. Let's do it. Make better drivers than HP. That's, <laughs> that's easy. I just have to put down a single line of code and the driver will be good. Anything, anything is better. Yeah, anything is better than HP's drivers. Sure. Yeah. But no, right. it's so impossible. Not sponsored by Hewlett Packard. Yeah. Why would we Sorry. be sponsored? Really not sponsored by Hewlett Packard. They don't want to know. drivers suck. <laughs> well, there goes another sponsorship. Uh, <laughs> it's yeah, all right. HP's we got two. Really of them. Sponsor <laughs> we'll, we'll get two of them. It's okay. Yeah. We're yep, all we our own them. sponsors here. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> actually, our sponsor. The, today's podcast has been brought to you by Kyle, who provided <laughs> all of this equipment. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Kyle is the one sponsor for this podcast. All right. So going on that whole pro extreme pro privacy thing okay i've been having i i get hounded by haley's parents all the time because i don't carry cash on me okay and they're very pro cash pro not having the government track you and then every time i bring up that their phone is the perfect <laughs> tracking device they get mad at me so oh yes but ignorant, <laughs> and bliss. yeah right exactly <laughs> but nice i wish i could that. live that way i really do but like they <laughs> yell at me all the time that i don't have cash and when i mention that cash is not the future crypto is they look at me like i'm nuts <laughs> that's because you are as they should so i have an interesting i don't even disagree with them <laughs> <laughs> now i know they're right <laughs> I have an interesting take on that. Let's oh, hear it. Man. So I don't think we should be a completely cashless society. Of course. Okay. Because back in the day, you want to go to like, my one of my favorite things to go to is a fairground. 
Well, here's the thing. They, they own food trailers. So that's like their exact example they give me every time. I'm just saying, like, you I love... You can't get french fries and lemonade with crypto. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, or... Alex, I intend to change that. Or if you're... <laughs> or if you're okay, so then you're paying the crypto processing fee right. instead of the credit card processing fee. Or if you're correct. It's still cheaper to use cash. Or if later on in the life, if you have a kid and they have an allowance... You just I yeah, won't pay your, my kid in crypto. Yeah, change my mind. Card. Here's your, your three Dogecoin, you son. And your, kid, <laughs> and your kid asks you twenty bucks to go to the mall. You know what are you gonna do? Just hand him your credit card? Right, hold on. No, malls, you hand him a flash exist drive with eight hundred Dogecoin on it. My kid's gonna be like, "Hey, Dad, can I order this thing from Jeff Bezos? I mean, Amazon." <laughs> <laughs> that that's no, just my son, opinion. No, you're not allowed. Like, that's gonna leak our private like, information. And besides, it's also no, nice to keep egg cash family. on hand, just in case you fucking need it. I mean, that's I think you're bringing up a good example of petty cash. Literally yeah. petty cash, like having just the ability to give someone three dollars. So, so it's other, not practical to do it with whatever else. Or app. having the ability to pay someone okay. for their services if you really need it. Or that's whatever. Right. Like okay. that's really the, the only reason why I think that you shouldn't go cash. You know. I don't leave the house. <laughs> I can't go get cash. Well, that's that's a, a Chandler problem. <laughs> I also, however, I also don't carry cash. See, like, I but like, I, but so I feel like if you, playing devil's advocate, am I like, the only I'm, one that carries cash here? I carry cash. Okay, so we both carry cash. So you should be able to carry cash, but we should not be a cashless society. Okay, so your your opinion is we shouldn't get rid of the cash, but if you don't use cash, that's okay. Yes. Okay. I that don't have an like issue because I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, I don't have an issue with that either. But like at the same time. I never, they, okay, so let me backtrack a little bit. I guess me saying, joking about the crypto thing is a little bit extreme. You it were is. making a joke. I was making a joke. So. And most of the time <laughs> when like I say that record. to them, I'm not being serious, but they don't, they think I am. Hmm. So, but like at the same time. However, though, you're right. It is the future. Eventually, we will be cashless. But I think it's That's I think it's a lot longer what, away than they think. But I think we're also a lot further along to cashless society than they think. Well, then, right, they, then the other that. thing they always argue I mean, is that they think... we're a lot further along towards the crypto society Who doesn't anyway, get paid right? direct deposit? I would say a very small fraction of people. I mean, it's eventually going to be Otherwise sort of along the lines of... Right. Which is which is still, still not cash. Right. right. Full circle. Cyberpunk. How do they <laughs> transfer units? They just transfer... My theory is cyberpunk is crypto. I'm just saying, though. You know what I mean? They, they just transfer... Why are, they just transfer, like... <laughs> That's my actually Bitcoin. for the person. They just transfer between the two people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like so, another like so, a government server, and they take their cut. So here's the <laughs> here, authority. Going right. back to that, and Detroit Become Human does the same thing. The robots have a little chip right here that obviously tells you they're a robot. They can easily take it out. Never play. It's a very good game. Do play it. It is a very good game. It's actually fifty uh, percent off until uh, Monday, January seventeenth. Uh, really, this podcast is it's coming a week long deal. Well after that day, <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but that's how they that's how the two oops uh, oops <laughs> that's how the two ai that's how they communicate and pay on the behalf of somebody else they do it wirelessly to each other and the mm-hmm. one is just transfers it to the uh institution that they're paying to mm-hmm. it so, could be wireless to each other but it's most likely also running through an external server which takes its cut i.e yeah. a government server or the or the blockchain which i'm fine with giving a cut to anyway so uh, i don't want to blockchain well, anyway, so the big thing that they always get mad at, they, they, their argument is, oh, well, if everything is cashless, the government can control your money. And then I, of course, bring up crypto. Can they not do that the already? The government already controls right, your money. Why just print more? 
Exactly, and that's what I. That's my other argument too. Is that cash isn't any less the secure only, than the, the only bank way account. that you could possibly like avoid you can track the cash. It's hard, but you can do it. They've got right. serial numbers on them. Yes. Spoiler alert. Oops. Yeah. Oops. And like that's my always my argument as well. That being said, normally the government doesn't give a shit about you cash. Could also, so that's it, what money laundering is for. Another I guess. thing, if you rob a bank, <laughs> all of the cash that you've just pulled has serial from the numbers. robbed bank has a serial number on it, and just. Becomes wait yeah. I tell so you about the Federal useless, Reserve and banks. then they'll track you down using yeah, the serial numbers. Just like numbers. the crypto staking Whoa. thing we just discussed last. No, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Call back. Call back. Uh, no, we do so many of those. It's okay. So um, one of the things that I remember seeing is that I saw a doc, like a thirty-minute documentary on DB Cooper. If you guys aren't familiar with that, was some guy who hijacked he hijacked a plane and he was given like a thirty thousand dollars cash from a bank and that bank had all of that money, all of the serial, they had what's called a, I think it was called a hostage package. Where Interesting. It was just a bag of money that okay. had all the serial numbers written down. Sure, yeah. So that way, if you were to say, try to spend it, or and then they would put, they would publish all those serial numbers mm -hmm. into the newspapers. Mm -hmm. This was back in like the 70s. Okay, they would oh, publish, got it. They would publish all these serial numbers and then like banks and like different services and whatever would be tasked with tracking and checking the serial numbers whenever the money comes in. Mm -hmm. And they never found them. They never found the serial numbers. That's really impressive. Ever? Or Ever. like, well, not okay. So they didn't find them for a long time. For another f 10 years. Okay. And in 10 years, they game. found a single bundle of $10,000. That's, That's it. That's really interesting. And they didn't find anyone attached to that money. They just huh. found it buried in the sand 30 miles from where he theoretically <laughs> jumped out of the plane. That's very interesting. Hmm. And other than that, they never found they never found the man who's no, went by DB Cooper, which they know it was an alias that was not his real name. Makes sense. They never found any trace of him being dead in the woods, nor did they find any of the money except okay. for that ten thousand dollars buried in a sandbar near in Washington State. Do you think that he just like hid that ten thousand dollars just as like? My that? theory is is that he spent it outside of the country that weren't tracking. Yeah, that's it. that's immediately what I turned to. Is I was like, well, I bet no foreign country is going to be tracking these make USD. its way back into the country. You would think, but I mean, like, how closely do you monitor stuff? I mean, I'll and apparently the <laughs> FBI still occasionally sees if any of the serial numbers popped up, and they haven't. So what was this seventies? You said this was. I think it was late sixties, early seventies. Sixties, yeah. Well, that's interesting to consider. He hijacked like an airplane with like all the stewardesses and the pilot. And they told, they said, I want, they told him something like, I want four parachutes. I want X amount of dollars in cash. And I have a, well, he said he had a bomb strapped to it in his briefcase. And he opened up the briefcase and all the stewardess saw was a bunch of sticks of dynamite wired up to what he, she thought was a timer. It's theorized that that they, wasn't. It's theorized that that wasn't a bomb. They weren't very smart in the '60s. Yeah, so they <laughs> thought it was a bomb. Either way, he hijacked a plane. Probably just a bunch of hot dogs. And they wanted and him to wires. fly to Mexico. They <laughs> wanted the best coated spray wires. Paint, some yeah. hot dogs, red. <laughs> yeah, they wanted him to fly. He wanted the pilots to fly him to Mexico. Interesting choice. Yeah, and then he he jumped out of the plane over the North Seattle wilderness, North Northern Washington wilderness. Huh. Um, cause they, right, he specifically, Mexico, they theorized that he specifically hijacked the plane that he did cause this plane had been used by the CIA because it looked like a civilian plane, not this specific plane, but this model of plane had an aft, like the back end of the plane had a staircase that would drop down so people could jump out of it. The huh. CIA used this model of plane to sneak spies into other countries because it looked like a civilian plane and it acted as a civilian plane. Interesting. But you could drop the back out and people could jump out of it. This DB Cooper did his research. Yes, that's their. That's why they they think he was like a paratrooper in the military. Huh. Is what? is one of the prevailing theories. That's why he picked this plane and that's why he asked for parachutes. And he also specifically picked a parachute out of the batch of four he was given. He picked one that 
was an old military World War II era parachute. Hmm. So they think he might have been a paratrooper in World War II. Because he specifically picked that parachute to use. Let it be known, this is the one plane hijacker that actually knew what he was doing. And got away with it. <laughs> right. This is the only person that That's got away with it. That's pretty interesting, actually, to think about. Yeah. yeah. That's wild, yeah. <laughs> Assuming he's not dead in the Seattle, northern Seattle wilderness. <laughs> yeah, I guess we never really know. No, what, we what didn't. And nobody, like I said, nobody's found his body. Nobody's found the money. Like, And this is literally 50 years since this happened. Huh. The world may never know. Or almost right. 60, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to just... Ice the never there and just say the world will never know. Hmm. Or well, sorry, I mean, I'm going to ice the may. Just will the fact that, that was will. bills from the 1960s that apparently these serial numbers were published and still only came Nobody up with a, allegedly yeah, right. a third of the money total. Mm, yes. I want to say it was more than $30,000 he got, but I know it was about $10,000 they found. That's pretty wild. Yeah. It was <laughs> roughly $10,000. Interesting. Yeah. Or it's hidden away somewhere in a CIA document and they did find the guy. Yeah, they, they probably just didn't want to tell anyone. But, you know. They're embarrassed. Or another theory, or another theory is, is that this entire thing was a test by the CIA to see if they could actually track someone who stole a plane. There's just some copycats to trying to snatch them up or what? <laughs> I don't know. But it was, it was, and then there's a few, uh, a couple years later, there was copycats who tried and failed. Yeah. Oh, very good. I'm so sure that, of that. That's another theory is that they theorize that they do be, they only, they orchestrated it so they could catch the people who would have, like, they thought they would have done it. Yeah. But there's a bunch of conspiracy theories behind it. But like all of the Naturally. suspects are dead now or, well, or yeah. almost dead. So DB Cooper, Woo! I looked it up. He, uh, he stole, so based off of what you said, $30,000 in, in 1971 is the equivalent of $206,000 today. Not too bad. You could almost buy a house. Yeah. <laughs> well, in Mexico, which yeah, he, where right. he's theorized to have gone, You're or right, Canada. Yeah. yeah. Although, here's the thing. Canada would have been one of the countries you'd think would track the money. Because Canada yeah. was, like, literally our closest ally because they are our neighbor. Yeah, they got right. their own money to track. I guess that's true. And then another theory is, is America's that he, hat. America's hat. But again. It's America. It's just socialist America. I changed my mind now. <laughs> but again, that's so many bills. Just, you would have expected that something would make its way and back they were, across and the they board. Were I got to think, though. Point. Let's be honest. As somebody who worked in the mall um, and saw multiple uh, coworkers accept fake bills all the time. By accident. How many people are really going to be checking these serial numbers? You know what I'm saying? I mean, It'd maybe the, like bank the bank that you turn them into system. would be like telling your manager, hey, did you know this bill has a problem? But I mean, yeah, honestly, that, yeah, I feel like I a lot of it could just slip through the cracks. Can I confirm that um, Callback used to work on ATMs. Yeah. ATMs actually do check serial numbers. Yeah, I figured. That doesn't yes, but again, this was would. the 70s. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, but here's, so another. The ATM would be better than a real teller. <laughs> I, I, I yeah. have a story related to. Part. I have yeah. a story related to counterfeiting at my, when I worked at the pizza shop. Ooh. This guy came in. All right. So my friend, um, Jesse was working in the drive-thru. Okay. Mm -hmm. And this guy, Jesse knew this guy. And this guy asked, said, Hey, can I get a hundred dollars in scratch offs of some X scratch off or whatever? Oh, and he, he sold lottery tickets. Yeah, we sold large tickets at that. the okay. pizza. Well, it was a pizza shop and drive through that also sold booze. Yeah. Also, I've never been to this one. Uh, he's talking so about. I've heard about it. drive throughs are almost only an Ohio thing. Yeah, this is weird. So people never. Every time I tell people from like even like around places in Ohio that I could just go drive through somewhere and pick up booze, they're like, "Wait, what? You mean you like drive in and get beer?" I'm like, "Yeah, is that not something you do?" Not I, very common, I guess. I guess not. I know yeah. they're not very common. You drive yeah. through and it looks just like a gas station, but you drive your car through and then you just hand them your ID and your cash or your car. And, and they we give sold, you we didn't whatever. just sell beer and all. We sold like pop, 
chips. Convenience store And it stuff. was also a pizza right. shop. They so sold can, teas and everything. It's the drive-thru yeah. convenience. Yeah. Right, drive-thru yeah. convenience. But here's the whole the whole point was, though, the only reason why he built the drive-thru is because th- his, his logic was, oh, they're picking up pizza. They might want a 12-pack of beer, too. Yeah. So that's why he built it. I mean, anyway, it seems reasonable enough to me. Sure. Yeah. And, and almost all of our... Seems like it worked out pretty well, and too. A good, yeah, and a good chunk of our sales was, oh, hey, I'm picking up a pizza. Can I also get, like, a 12-pack of Bush? Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of there thing. There you go. Um, but... So this guy came in, he asked for $100 in lottery tickets, okay? And he, Jesse did, and Jesse admits I made it, he made a mistake. He said this was his fault. And he said, he handed the guy the lottery tickets first. Oh no. Oh no. And then this guy handed him this wadded up, what looked, what you could tell almost, it had a hundred on it and it looked like a hundred dollar US bill. He handed in the bill. The second Jesse's fingers touched the bill, the guy floored it. Yep. And Jesse unfolded it. And it had Chinese lettering on it, and it was obviously printed with an inkjet printer. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! Jesse went to high school with this guy, knew oh his name, no. knew his first and last name, right, even so... knew where he lived. <laughs> so Jesse, if you're gonna scam someone, don't do it in a town of a thousand people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jesse the called the sheriff. The, the guy was arrested within the hour. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, given the fact that the bill was so very clearly counterfeit, he's not very smart. That being said, I think he only served like two months in prison or even that less. He might have even gone to prison. It's it's $100, right? That's pretty low. Yeah, but either way, he did get in trouble. It took less than than a day to catch and find the guy. Because like, okay, that's the other dumb thing. He went home? Like, how dumb are you? Not very intelligent. I'm We've sure, gone over this. I'm sure the local law enforcement knows him very well. Yeah. yeah. And like the sheriff. All right, like, guy, it's you again. Yeah, we're, right. We're so done what with happened this. was is that while Jesse was being interviewed by the police officer, I had to cover him in the drive-thru for like an hour, but whatever. <laughs> like the, co- the, the the officer was really nice and he said, oh, hey, do you know this man? He And here's the worst part was he pulled up the guy's mugshot the cop did on his phone. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> nice. I'm sure it was flattering. He yeah. must be hey, a regular. Man, it's old Cooter again. He's a reg- yeah, he's a regular. He's a regular here. <laughs> But like, and like, but my town doesn't have a police department. We Is have there one sheriff. We have to go straight to the sheriff. There's one sheriff in the his vehicle. The one sheriff that he parks in town. And a stady. Yeah. There's a stady. Ah, uh, yes, of course. Too. A stady. <laughs> he just I haven't actually the local heard highway. the term stady, but I, I'm no? aware. Yeah, uh, no, okay. no, it's not a thing. That's like a common state thing. highway patrol. Yeah, yeah, I know it's state highway yeah. patrol, but I haven't heard the term. I don't know. That's apparently we, common we, around we here. We just had a stady and a sheriff. Super troopers. And the stady like to. Oh, my gosh, dude. Speaking of DUIs. If there was any town that needs the entire. If any town needs needs to have breathalyzers on the ignitions of the cars it's mine oh my god the amount of drunk people i've seen go through the drive through like beer and wine store has to be at least and i and i think jesse said yeah we get at least five or six people a day here who are yeah, obviously we, yeah. drunk but getting them arrested is bad for business yeah also oh. kent yeah. Yeah. Well, that's okay. not good. So that was. I think he Kent's said. Also Jesse said kids. that as a joke. Yeah. Jesse said that as a joke. He he would said I would never drive drunk. That's a dumb legal idea. disclaimer. Legal, legal disclaimer. disclaimer. He was joking. Drunk. Don't drive drunk. But anyway, the statey would like to sit outside of Bob's good and idea. wait for people to go through. Obviously drunk, pull them over and take them in. And I'm like, man, he's meeting his quota quick. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart. Did he actually do that? Yeah, nice. I would sit outside and like, and then I'm the one. For it. Oh man, there was the one time. So my friend Nathan was working. You've met Nathan. He went to my graduation party. Very nice. Um, so Nathan that was, was so long ago. I it was a long time ago. Remember. It was back in 2018. Yeah. So, but well, it was Nathan, so long ago. It's okay. I can barely remember. But Nathan name, had this lady come through, and she, in she came into the drive-through 
with a 24-ounce can of Bud Light in her hand. Oh, no. In the drive-thru. And she had it. Road pop. If you're going to drive drunk, don't have the alcohol in the vehicle. (laughs) (laughs) If you're going to drive drunk, yeah, no, I'm not going to finish this. Yeah, just (laughs) just don't. Just don't even. But anyway, and he said, said, one, the car reeked of beer and cigarettes. Two, he saw multiple other opened, empty cans sitting in the vehicle. But it's good for business. Well, (laughs) this was a joke. So then then, uh, the lady asked for more beer, and he told her no. I'm not selling you anymore. Do you want to pat? And she asked, all right, fine. Just give me the cigarettes. So he sold her the cigarettes. And then the second she drove out, he dialed the police. Hmm. And she got arrested up the road in a ditch. In a ditch. Oh, in a ditch. In a well, ditch. that was quick. I guess that problem solved itself. Yes, it luckily, did. Luckily, no one else was luckily, harmed. Luckily, no one else was harmed. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. luckily, no one else Could was harmed. Worse. But apparently, and we, we later heard the story, this lady's husband had just died. Oh, boy. Yikes. So apparently the whole reason why this was happening was because she was depressed, which is like terrible. But at the same time, lady, you're stupid. Yeah. Like, don't drive drunk. No matter. I'm sorry. I know that alcoholism is a problem and it needs to be solved. But at the same time, it's not going to be solved with another. It's not going to be solved by <laughs> killing someone in a car. It's yeah. not going to be solved that way. Grieving people operate in weird ways. Yeah, yes, they certainly do. They all have their way of coping. It, it's the saying hurt people, hurt people. Yep. Yeah. Don't hurt people. Yeah. No. But anyway, that was a fun story from my uh, past job. I've got I've got the solution. Non-alcoholic alcohol. Yeah. Heineken does beer that. Really Heineken, yeah, Heineken, Heineken does that. Heineken makes non-alcoholic beer now? Yeah. Oh, lots of places make non-alcoholic beer. One of the biggest How, ones though? these days is Athletic. Uh, there's a there's a brand. I'm probably butchering but the, the name. The way but you make athletic. beer is by fermenting. They have IPAs. The... They have stouts. They have all these different varieties, and they're all 0.0% alcohol. But the flavor of the beer comes from the fermented grain. And there's apparently a way to do it without alcohol. Well, alcohol is a lower boiling point than water. Because Heineken... That's not perfect, though. You're still driving off plenty of the flavor of the actual beer. The way that Heineken advertised it was they had a, showed a, uh, in their commercial for it, a guy was driving and yeah, got driving pulled over. with he, the thing in his hand. He, yeah, he got pulled over by the it's cop, and he said, non-alcoholic, <laughs> and then he handed the beer to the cop. He looked over, all right. I don't, I don't see that happening at all. No, no, I it's see, highly. You're getting pulled out of the vehicle. And it's you're a field sobriety test. It's extremely least, impractical. Yeah. You, yeah, you're at least doing a sobriety um, test. Don't do that either. <laughs> so, also, also can iPhone cookies. About, can we talk about the sobriety <laughs> test? That's not say, a sobriety test. That's an agility I'm test. Just, the, the no, meme. I'm just saying the sobriety yeah. test. Say the ABCs backwards. I can't do that fucking sober. Neither can I. You clearly haven't practiced enough. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> My favorite one was, oh, yeah, I can only do that drunk anyway. Yeah, you gotta practice so hard you can do it drunk. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I'm not so sure how much merit. All right, really the only thing I got My solution is to just not Z. drink and drive. It's good yeah, that's thing. a pretty easy solution is just don't say your Say your ABCs backwards. Just turn around and start saying them. Put the car in reverse. All right, I've been practicing. <laughs> oh my god! Just turn around and just start saying A. B. Damn it, this guy got <laughs> he started me. Started with A and got it wrong. Oh man. Well, oh, boy. To I'm too drunk to do that, officer. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. Officer, I can barely remember my own name, let alone the alphabet. Well, since yeah. since we're on this, I have a fun, and I guess this group is probably not the best to ask this question Let's because. Do it. Let's do it. Okay. Driving under the influence, should it also encompass 
legal drugs. Yes. yes. What's a legal drug in your definition? Okay, say marijuana. Alcohol is a legal drug. It's still illegal to drive in places where marijuana is legal. It's illegal to drive. Okay, I was going to say, like, I think I think in the next less than five years, I think marijuana will be legalized in Ohio. I was saying that for the past 10 years, and it still hasn't happened. I honestly, oh, okay. <laughs> I was really Republican, though. So I'm. We're a swing state. We're a swing state. Swing state. And we, we still. We did vote. We did vote Republican. I thought that we were more. more every two years, we no. Every two years, oh, we every switch. two years, we switch. Which is also why during the in Biden this election, election, we were Republican. Yes, but I my theory is that the next election we're going to swing blue. But also, what's interesting is next that elections? The, the most recent. Um, that I know there's been on the ticket for several years. At this point, <laughs> we're just knocking like, over the lights. <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to fix them, this and then that didn't fine. work. It didn't help. So over the last, at least, I'm going to say from the last four to eight years, there has been a ticket on the ballot. See how big the bottle is. You act like I care. Uh, district I map. act like you care because alcohol is expensive. <laughs> and for anyone who's still listening, the district I'm in is actually really, really screwed up in that it looks like a sliver that goes all the way from the bottom of the city all the way up top, uh, yes, basically to the lake. So, I mean, this is a big well, shard of the map that's just obviously gerrymandered. I mean, you I've, can tell based on the jagged outline, I think if your polygon has more than a hundred sides, it's probably <laughs> gerrymandered, right? And I think that'd be easy to write into legislation, but we're not going to go there. Um, and it's been that way yeah. for a long time. I've and heard Alex's recent, spiel on this. The most recent this um, update that I've heard is that the Republican uh, uh, group has been trying to change it. They're aware, and maybe, I don't know, they're embarrassed by it. I'm embarrassed by it. I think it's pathetic that our district map looks like this, and they want to change it, and it's been a hot issue for four to six years in Ohio at minimum. Um, but I still haven't seen any change Basically, in it. American politics. Yeah, it's like... Does it benefit the Republicans? <laughs> Does it benefit the Democrats? If it benefits only one side, it never gets passed. Yeah. If it benefits both sides, it gets passed if it fucks over the citizens. So, Otherwise, it doesn't get passed. So I'm at least proud to say from an independent perspective in Ohio, both parties realize it's bullshit. So they're trying to work <laughs> on it. They're trying to work on it. It's a work in progress. I, at least they can collaborate on one thing. Yeah, there's something that every single person can see. The, the 11.7 million people in Ohio are like, this shape is really complicated. I don't have a name for this. Hmm. So speaking of uh, the, the political, since we're turning this into casual politics, <laughs> <laughs> right, casual politics. Uh, yeah, it just keeps going. One day we were armchair lawyers, then we were yeah. armchair psychologists. We got it now all. We're covered. armchair politicians. politicians. Yeah, so it just so, rotates so around. Going to this, did you guys see? Like, this was like breaking news on Reddit, which because it's Reddit, so I guess it doesn't matter that much. <laughs> breaking news. Yeah. But on it, apparently the two, so the neckbeards. The, yeah, the two Utah government. Um, like the two people running for Utah government made an ad together for the oh, Republican mm -hmm. and the Democratic Party. That's they really made an cute. ad together and they're like, we don't hate each other. We don't belittle each other for our politics. And I'm like, yep, this country's fucked. How, we are fucked. How refreshing, <laughs> even if it's full of shit. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, no, I don't necessarily think it's full of shit, but I, it's really sad that our political compass is, or our political state of this country has gotten to when belittling each other isn't the standard. And that's the thing, okay? I'm about to piss off a lot of people here. Do it. I do, it. Do, do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> Quoting the wise words of Shia LaBeouf. Just do it. As his volume gets turned down. <laughs> <laughs> I remember during the 2020. The peaking that you just caused pains me. And I'm not wearing headphones. I can't hear it. But I know what just Kyle's happened. Kyle's laughing probably... a lot, so I'm assuming it's bad. From I'm the perspective sorry. of the audio guy. It's a one-time thing. <laughs> All right. So anyway, so I remember during the 2020 political, like the presidential debate, the first one, the 2020 presidential debate, I mm -hmm. watched it mm -hmm. and I got too mad. I turned it off. 
Yeah. And the reason why I got too mad and turned it off, and I guess this isn't necessarily a um, a bad opinion, but like the entire time, the reason why I was mad was not the re- well. Okay, the reason why I was mad is because they were like just they weren't even talking about politics; they're just belittling each other. They weren't just even calling talking each other. To each that other. is just modern American politics, right? And that's, no, that about. makes me mad. Right? Yeah, people are like that. this. It's Blue people productive. are like this. We're destined to fight forever. Blood in the streets. Also, yeah, I have one <laughs> pretty much what it was. It was just. President Trump calling Biden an idiot, and then it was Biden calling and the current President Biden calling uh, Trump an idiot, and I'm like, this isn't a political debate. Yeah, this isn't a debate. It's children it's on the playground, but they're it's all just 70. a pissing match, <laughs> right? Like it, it's it's stupid, and that's what bothered me. Is they okay now? If they that's why if they would have done a political debate, like I remember as a kid, like watching. Um, Obama versus McCain was like one of the first ones I remember watching. And if the, it was like that, I would have actually sat down and watched it. Because and that's the other thing too. I miss watch, seeing like Bush and uh, Obama shake hands and like, hey, you won, your political party's in power, but I'm going to respect you for it. <laughs> I miss that. And I'm only 21. I am not old. You guys this, remember the in peaceful the last, transfer of power? Yeah, in the <laughs> last decade no a little over a decade this country has gone from a political shift of hey we can agree to disagree to fuck you i'm going to shoot you that is not a good solution okay and you can clip this and put it on tiktok if you want i don't care (laughs) (laughs) begrudgingly marks the clip All right, let's okay. pull away from all the politics because I'm sure any amount of our viewers are gone now. Um, I, do, I, do, I do have one thing next, left on politics that I want to expand on. Can upon. we turn into armchair alcoholics? Is that the that'll be podcast? That'll be the third episode we recorded. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> this oh is boy, uh, this Gruner. is a hot take too. We have so many of those. Marijuana should be legal. Oh, hell yeah. That's not a hot take in our generation. I don't think I'll that's drink a hot to that. take in our generation. In our generation, it's not a hot take. I fully believe that. that. You gotta. I'll I am, to that. I am not a user of marijuana, but I fully believe it should be legal. There's a lot, no more, comment. There's a lot more health benefits to it than <laughs> Went off pills. <laughs> than, than pills. Because there are so many people that I know that were on pills and had so many problems with it. They got um, approved for... Medical marijuana use that solved almost all of their issues that they had with the pills and without. Dude, my mom has a medical marijuana card. And like not no joke. Bless her. <laughs> and I feel it should also be treat it should be treated like alcohol. You don't fire your employee for going home and being an alcoholic on their free time. Your free time should be your free time Especially to do as you choose. Test will show it for ninety days or longer. I'm sorry, what? That the hair test can show it for up to oh, days hair in your test. System, which is not a representative of whether or not you're uh, an abuser of it. Yeah, right. it's not accurate. That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. What's, what's, I don't know. What's going I see on? it because he, he I wasn't was too he was far too from far. my microphone. Yeah. Oh, I that's see just it, my opinion. I, I see it. I see it a similar-ish way. I don't know. I don't like taxes, but I I am I am a. I'm gonna go back on my political um, podium. No, I apologize. I have, I have something I want to explain. Like, you know what? You, you, yeah. So my opinion Let's of it all is step out of our soapboxes. Real quick. anything <laughs> sin. I think sinful things. Sh- what, what, like religious people would call sinful things should be legalized, and we should tax the piss out of them. Well, that's what they did with cigarettes. That's Great how they idea. paid for the old. Um, I believe not Jacobs Field, but the field before it. Municipal Stadium. That's how they paid for it. I don't know. There's something before I don't Jacobs know. Field. Yeah, it was Municipal Again, you're too Stadium. Far from your microphone. I didn't know there was something other than Jacobs Field. It was called <laughs> Municipal Stadium. But you, the state of Utah, they had over $11 million surplus after legalizing uh, recreational marijuana use. 
probably about six months after that, they just started pumping into renovation of schools, roads, parks, everything. I don't know what the number on um, prostitution is in the state of Nevada, but it's actually probably pretty high. So, <laughs> can, wow. so can we throw references to being the heroin capital? I mean, <laughs> yeah. so here's a thought. Okay, right? that's the one drug that maybe we shouldn't legalize. <laughs> well, Methamphetamine. Okay. So here's the eh, thing, though, right? It's pretty basically legalized under prescription. I'll so. throw one thing yeah, out right. there, devil's advocate, though. All right, let's hear it, devil's advocate. If people are using it, they're getting it from bad sources. You have the whole fentanyl problem yeah. and other issues of people just outright dying. Sure. If you make it such an illegal thing... No one wants to search and get help for it anyway. Because sure. if they do, they're immediately being thrown in That's jail. That's literally what Oregon did. You what's, treat basically homeless people as criminals rather than as addicts. Right. And you what's don't the, ever treat what's the, the problem. Point? You're not helping them. You're just using them as a source of funding or whatever. You throw them in jail and the make me pay for them. If we die, the CIA did it. Anyway, yeah. They're not actually helping people. Oh, they're yeah. they're not rehabilitated. They're not rehabilitated. Hmm. We're so, now on a watch list, yeah, not we're just on, by we're, our viewers. We're on so many watch lists. Did okay. you know how many private prisons there are in Ohio? Oh, uh, <laughs> I think this whole country is like ninety percent private prisons. This or this episode's title needs to be armchair politics. <laughs> All right, we'll armchair go for it. Politics. Armchair politicians, yes, indeed. But I don't know. I mean, if you legalize it, you have a clean source at least. And maybe there's a better force to promote people to actually seek help for it. Yeah. Obviously, someone's only going to get help if they actually want help for it. Sure. But it at least provides the option. And sure, absolutely, arrest people, whatever, give them DUIs. They can't be driving or anything like that. No, but, and selling you know, more than an ounce at a time, that's probably Good job, a you have described Oregon's current state. And gee, uh, <laughs> cool. wouldn't it be cool to have a couple extra billion dollars for money to just throw around into the infrastructure and other various well, health Yes, go, my car can't take any more potholes, Ohio. Mm. You're wrong, it's just going into the politicians' <laughs> pockets, you know oh, that. Well, as, as it always as does, do. doesn't it? Exactly. Ohio, fix the roads that you tax me to drive on to drive the car that to help fix the car that you tax me to drive and also tax me to fix i'm driving hey they're better than tennessee roads the tennessee roads are dog shit for <laughs> tennessee roads are horrible we just went to pigeon forge October, uh august they were so bad they were horrible tennessee i think <sighs> is the worst road infrastructure in the u.s though Probably. Although Arizona, the farther south you go, the worse it gets. Ari- <laughs> Although, Do you want your road to flood or freeze and break every year? It's Tennessee is the worst on our trip to I would rather have. I would rather drive a jacked up truck here in Ohio than have, have a road that floods every five minutes. Arizona Thanks, and New Mexico Florida. have the best roads, but that's also because they're only under sun. Yeah. They have to well, yeah, get the dust the out they, of them every they, once they, in a while. They put a tarmac road down and, and then, then it you, melts. Yeah, no. And then you never <laughs> have to touch it for like right. literally three decades. The only reason why you have to touch it is because the ground slightly moved. <laughs> and then you have Ohio, where our budget for potholes is fill them with gravel and then wait until one day later when all the gravel falls out. Oops, sorry. <laughs> we didn't see that coming. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so anyway. Let's get, you know what? Let's just do a hard shift. Let's get off of politics. Yeah, honestly, let's get off of politics. I think we so lost all of our viewers. really cool point. idea. Y'all see, the fine, you'll see the Pine phones and stuff that uh, run Linux on an actual phone. I have no idea what you're talking about. All right. So basically, it's a cell phone. Okay. But it runs desktop Linux effectively. Cool. It's probably going to be my next phone. Okay. Because it doesn't have Google on it, and it's an actually private-ish phone. At least uh, yes. as private as you can easily get on a Go, phone. Uh, circling back to our original topic. Ian be like, Google bad. It is. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thanks, YouTube. You're not paying our bills anyway, so fuck you. Fuck you, Susan. <laughs> no. How to get off the platform in 10 seconds. <laughs> Cut that from the podcast, Ian. No. Um, 
<laughs> I am the editor. I will override. Um, I'm sorry, Susan, YouTube. I don't speak for the podcasts. She's a soccer mom. She doesn't dream. care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway. Um, no, actually, she would care. <laughs> She'd say something that she doesn't Susan agree with. Susan is Karen. Right. <laughs> I think it, it, I have an idea, Most of our viewers are on Spotify anyway. Yeah. So anyway. Really? I have an idea, though, right? You take your Android phone. And you basically get a laptop. Okay. Or not Android, sorry, Linux phone. And you get ah, like yes. a laptop, right? But it's not a laptop. It doesn't have a GPU or a CPU or anything in it. The processing power is the phone. It's just a screen with a big old battery in Chandler it. Chandler seems upset. This is a thing that already exists. Yeah, <laughs> I don't care. You slot the phone in and then boom, the phone. This already exists. You just open Linus has videos on it. This already exists. Well, you know what? Good. Uh, <laughs> But is it any good is the question. It needs to be good and actually, like, usable. People need to actually want to so use it. So what? I have a feeling the thumbnail is going to be me <laughs> looking pain because he pulled out his phone. <laughs> Can I ask, what is the interface from the phone to the empty shell of a laptop? Hmm? What is the interface? In the case. Type C. Yeah. Okay. The- okay. Great. Great segue. Here's something I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> If we're talking about the greatest inventions of the last decade, USB some people C. might say, oh, it's all this uh, research in the medical field or the financial field or the politics. Or blah, blah. It's USB-C. Here's why. <laughs> I have a laptop that I don't even love this laptop, right? Uh, here's If you're a simp for Dell, good for you. But I got this Dell laptop I got through work and it's a latitude and it's okay. But it has a Thunderbolt dock, which costs almost as much as the damn laptop. And all you plug into is the USB-C port. And I've got up to three 1080p monitors at 60 frames per second. I've got Ethernet. I've got USB 3.1. I've got everything I could ever want in my life all over one protocol. Oh, yeah. Why why is it that USB-C is the greatest thing we've ever invented as a society? The only problem is the fact that it's got like 18 (laughs) different standards on that one protocol. And nobody follows them. You've got OBDC, which the Comma 2 uses. It includes 12 volts. Mm -hmm. You get... USB Type C 3.1, Type C 3.2, all the other. It's a little hard to keep track of. It. Yeah, <laughs> clip that. <laughs> there's another. There's another shirt that, with a quotation. I want that. a USB C 3 shirt. It's gonna be the newest thing. I don't care. Hey, bringing us back to wearable tech. Your your shirts Ooh. are gonna have Type C ports on. Oh, that's what it is. Yeah, until USB Type D comes out. No, dun, dun, no. Dun. My USB shirt D. uses the power of my body heat. No, from my no, body heat. no, no. That's physically I impossible. I need I'm to sorry, get Chandler. another tattoo right here. That's just an extremely hyper realistic USB Type C port. <laughs> this is gold. Yes. So now, so now yes, when you're in Jeff Bezos's future, when he's like, "Yep, yeah, just plug this in yeah, and pay for your this. Amazon Prime account," and you do it. It's just a tattoo. It's so, yeah, man, that's my crypto wall. I just got <laughs> So my dad, whenever I was a kid, would joke about this. And he said that he read an article one day saying that, oh, in the future, instead of having IDs, we're just going to have NFC chips implanted in our arms. I want to do it. No, and he's told. And he, <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. I want to I want, I do Where it. Where do we draw the line? Because if it's an RFID chip, technically you can be tracked with it. But. It's so convenient because if you work at a place with a key card, you scan the key card into your little RFID implant, and then boom, you wave your hand in front of a door and it opens. And now we know where the line is of convenience and privacy, and it's right there at RFID. <laughs> no, well, but let me, technically wait, wait, wait. you could track it because you'd need, but you'd need a long range reader. You and gotta have high stuff. power to be able yeah, to track. So that. you have to have really high power mm, and other stuff. Exactly. Alohomora. <laughs> So my dad told me... I also want a little magnet implant. That'd be real cool to be able to sense power lines through walls and shit. It is pretty fun, but you don't need to implant it to feel it. 
Yeah, but no, anyway, just so, hold a magnet. So apparently, <laughs> the article that my dad had read was like, "Oh, instead of having physical ID cards like we do now, we would uh -huh. just have an RFID tag in our arm." And my dad said he'd want his put in his ass, so the cop had to scan his ass. <laughs> <laughs> scan no. my ass, asshole. Weirdly, and I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm with your dad on the ass implants. <laughs> <laughs> Clip that. <laughs> And a few of you have met my dad. Can you believe he said that? <laughs> I, I can't, to be honest. Wow. <laughs> That's, uh, wow. <laughs> oh, my. That's, uh, hmm. Well, what a thought. What, what a, a thought experiment that was. Uh, sure is so. a thought. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, back. that's sort of all the body mod that I'd ever want to do. Magnet and an RFID chip. I and even then. RFID seems like enough, right? I mean, if you can identify NFC, yourself. But yeah. yeah. Well, but uh, then you I, can just like scan into work with your hand. It right. sounds cool, Alohomora. but I don't know. <laughs> you so, are right. There's a, there is a little bit of weirdness that goes on there right. with privacy and tracking. Because like you have a, but you could also theoretically just null it out whenever you want. Have right? like a Faraday glove. I was just thinking null it. You, Cause you can flash it with just whatever. If you could flash it with a phone or something even. What is, oh, I have an idea for an app about that. No, seriously, I communication or whatever Got on a blast. phone. And you just null it out to all zeros, right? Okay. Or random data, but all zeros or all like ones. That. That's going to be more moment. difficult to track. Than, I want to know what his you know. brain moment was. <laughs> all right, what was the? What well, no, I've had it. This is an idea I've had for a while. Okay, <laughs> once Quentin's done dying. Yeah, needs Quentin. A so, needs so you a know how when we worked in an office together, how yes. we got into the building was we had these NFC cards we scanned on the doorway. I do remember that. What if instead we developed an app where all you had to do is put the NFC card up to your phone, scan the NFC card, in it, and then every time you went up to the door, your phone would automatically replicate the NFC. Um, signal that was inside of that card. Does so that can, already exist? I, I don't might, know. It might, if I mean, not. My phone has see, NFC. If not, I would like to make our own version of it as a casual see, now I see project. Privacy I think it would be though, really because cool. Because now it's a Google-owned phone and Google has that data or Honestly, something. Honestly, with privacy issues, you mentioned now, if, if you have this thing in your hand and someone can scan it, can't they just duplicate it and pretend to be you now? Is that... Sure, but it, I'm thinking low-value targets, like a hotel room key card or something. Well, that was my... That, I had thing. the concept while... Excuse me, while I was on vacation. And we had the NFC cards together. You had one. Did you open it with your phone? No, but yeah. I wanted to like find an app that did that. I didn't trust any apps. That's why I wanted to make an open source mm. one that we would make that it would be public how the data gets transmitted. Did you know phone. that in order to use Bluetooth on an Android smartphone, you must enable location? It is a required service for Bluetooth. That does to bother me. That, that bothers the piss out of me. Yeah. Why? Do we know I, why? That's actually kind of dumb. Okay, so technically the reason behind it is that Bluetooth is a leaky connection and could possibly leak your location. So I'm assuming why? that they require... I don't know. If you okay. have Bluetooth turned on, you can track the Bluetooth or whatever. It still doesn't are. make sense why they want you to turn on location to use Bluetooth. Yeah, that it seems make like sense an overreach. But I guess maybe you can justify it by location must be turned on to show that you consent that to like Bluetooth, your location possibly being leaked over the protocol. But Weird. I'm still sketched out because if you get Chinesium RGB LED controllers, <laughs> they work over Bluetooth through a Chinesium app that obviously reports all of your data to their oh. Chinese servers. I'm so glad I can't afford the Bluetooth Chinese gym. I only have the IR they're, ones. <laughs> the I Bluetooth had ones, they're easy to hack over an actual like web page. I used JavaScript. That was my first interaction with JavaScript and HTTPS or whatever, or H HTML, sorry. 
to um, make a web page that would connect out to this Bluetooth receiver, and you just click a color on the gradient it, that I made on a was web Was it one of those uh, drop it? Was it the HC08 or the HC06 or whatever it is? That Bluetooth. I have chip. an HC05 and an HC06. Is that what it is? Yeah. This was like a Trions controller thing. It's literally RGB analog ground. I was pissed because the one Bluetooth chip I had that I was playing with um, was a Chinesium chip. And I can say that because it was made in China, but also the drivers were written in China and they didn't <laughs> follow the standard, oh, which nice. was really infuriating. <laughs> so like some of the stuff didn't make sense where it'd be like, you're supposed to put quotes around this thing, but if you encapsulate yeah. it in quotes, it wouldn't work. Oh, it was nice. like, okay. Yeah. Uh -huh. yeah. Interesting. Huh? So I, um, damn it. I just lost my train of thought. Whoa, Whoa. What's up with that? Uh, <laughs> It had something to do with, oh, so my mom, when I was a teenager, made me put this app called Life360 on my phone. Ah, yes. And I recently found it. I, well, not recently, but when I, was, when, I, when I was a teenager, I knew for a fact that Life360 was known for selling user data. That's parental overreach. Yeah, so I would always, I would always tell my mom, I don't like this app, I don't like this app, I don't like this app. Do I have to say doibuchi again? <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, though. Google's already selling your data, so why should you care? Well, I do care because, well, part, well, to be fair, I was a teenager. I didn't want my mom to know where I was. But <laughs> I mean, that's valid, yeah. I was a teenager with a girlfriend. I really didn't know where my, my mom to know where I was. Teenager do teenager things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, when everyone in the town knows you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's also true with your town of 500 whole people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's, that's Don't sneak around in a town with three digits. Sneak in a town with six digits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, instead of dating people in Randolph, I had to date people in water because people in Randolph are my cousins. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're just a few states forward at that point. Yeah, I was. I was uh, statistically you're just third cousins. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I had to. All right, so we have. Uh, was any closing? Um, any closing topics you guys want to talk about? I simped for USB C. I'm happy. I'm gonna USB simp for USB Type D. It's not even out. You know what? I bet USB Type D is. I bet it's no, gonna be I terrible. Think, I think USB Type C will like actually be the thing that sticks around. Hold for on, a we have USB time. A, B, and C. A, a is great. B sucks ass. C is great. So D is gonna be shit. It's well, a pattern. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's like just a, like, it's Windows. like Windows. Yeah. <laughs> is it the uh, uh, Vista? Or no, is I, it the, I've heard uh, okay 2000? things about Eleven though. I haven't heard Eleven's been that bad because it's just ten. Apparently, with a new skin. the display settings are dog shit. Well, yep. they were ever since Windows 7 was like, all right, let's just keep some of the UI, but like put other elements in that have kind I, of Have I talked in. about the three levels of user that I want on the podcast for Windows? No, please no. tell me. Yeah, all right, ahead. well, we'll quickly we'll quickly end on users, I guess. <laughs> so Prusa Slicer, one of the slicers used for my 3D printers, has three levels. It has simple, intermediate, and advanced. I like and that. And I want that on Windows. I yes. want a simple mode for your grandmother. Okay. An intermediate mode for, for the, someone who knows a little bit. For the, the average, average user. user. Yeah. Yeah. And learning, an advanced especially. mode. The simple mode hides all but the simplest things required to use a computer. So like intermediate, just, it's just Google Chrome. Yeah. It's, all, it's just a Chromebook. Mm -hmm. Not quite that simple, but you know, just like some of the Windows control panels without more of the advanced settings. Or it's whatever. impossible to open the disk management control panel in simple mode. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or at least it's 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 well hidden or sure, something sure. like that. You gotta that. enter a password. Versus not a password, but you, you gotta it. say what the hottest <laughs> thing is on TikTok. Windows R D S K M G M T 
dot no M- no you're ruining grandma's computer <laughs> i'd be sort of okay with that yeah In- intermediate mode sort of where we're at today an advanced mode i just want one i want source access to con- windows no yes. i want one or two control panels that display everything i don't yes. care if it's three five ten pages long i want to see all the things in one place so i can Wait. configure my settings have you seen god mode i have and it's not enough it's not enough but what if they just took that and right what if it, it was god mode but for every windows single thing? microsoft yes. Please, anyone, not come anyone. on. I'm, I'm shouting into the void at this point. We're please. shouting into the void. They're not going to follow it. That's why I'm switching to Linux. Anyway, that's my yeah. uh, rant. I'll I was going to say, have you seen my Linux control panel, dude? Um, like, I, I have literally I every single setting possible in a computer. Yeah, just mm. like available, and, like, right? There's still like a yeah. good chunk of settings that I have to go into and modify config files for, but obviously I, I have If the you're knowledge. modifying a like text config file, that's probably fine. But mm-hmm. like, I, no, I, I want Windows, but instead I have to use Nano to edit all my settings. All right, you're not using vim (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but yeah i don't know i want it like the the windows control panels now but just with all the settings i hate you open the windows control panel and then you get sounds but it's only the sound output device you're working on and then you click the advanced sound options and then you go to the sound control how many control panels do you have to go through i've heard they're trying to fix that though with windows 11 the whole point like one of the big pushes is that they were removing the control panel altogether but it's going to be more minimal and then you're going to have to go through even more steps and more Yeah. now instead of going into the control panel right click more instead of just right click now now you have to go into the registry and manually edit everything exactly we're getting I would be delighted to I mean, watch this 10 years mode. later and be wrong, but I'm guessing that's never going to be changing no. anytime soon. Yeah. So here's to hoping here's to hoping that maybe someday when everything is still running on USB-C because it's the greatest <laughs> protocol that's ever been invented. USB-E. That, yeah, USB-E <laughs> maybe will be the new one. That maybe they'll figure out how to make consistent UI in Windows. But until that day, if that ever happens... It's never going to happen and you know it. Yeah, I won't even bother. You can still find Windows 3 UI. <laughs> yeah, that's honestly, yeah. Every time I go to install a print driver and I see that little, <laughs> like, two-bit color icon, I'm like, oh, jeez, oh, we're still geez. here. And on that note, thank <laughs> you for... <laughs> thank you for watching the Casual Coders podcast. Uh, we hope you guys enjoyed. We apologize for turning into armchair politicians, I guess. I don't apologize. We are the casual yeah. politicians or something. I don't know. <laughs> we just talk about know. random We're stuff. We're just talking about random stuff that I guess sort of interests us, but also makes we us We need angry. to somehow relate the politics to code next time. We if we do some, talk about it. I thought it. you were, the way that you were pointing, I <laughs> thought you were putting the politics the to <laughs> Maker's Mark. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> So we're not sponsored, but if Alex's friend wants to sponsor us for Maker's Mark Whiskey, please do. And if Liquid Death wants to sponsor us, we'd love to. Po- we'd <laughs> we love a sponsor. Uh, sponsor. Anyway, right. anyway, thank I you. Think that's Bye. 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 <laughs> Till we meet again.